The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Welcome to the Rough House Podcast 2018. Thank you for the week off. Go to the Patreon episode mm-hmm. because you're going to hear the introduction of this next gentleman who this was an on-the-fly call from yours truly. Okay. We were going to do, just Chris and I, how you doing? What's been up? Yeah. Why aren't you at Wrestle Kingdom? <laughs> Life is actually a fucking w- <laughs> toilet made of meat. And uh, yeah. we, I, I, it went so well on the Patreon. Yeah, and well, aside I from my twenty-eight-eight internet connection, yes, go listen to go listen to Chris as he tries to dial in with his fucking Sega Saturn. <laughs> that uh, he just he just lights on fire. Yeah, um, we much. introduce the winner, the new member of the Rough House, the third member. Who is the third man? The mystery man. It is myself. It is Christoph, and it is the new co-host who will be alongside maybe just myself, maybe just Chris, maybe alongside all of us. Whenever we can, you will get a rough house from now on, come hell or high water, courtesy of the newest member of the show, Marty Day. Oh, Welcome to the program, Marty. Clap, this is the clap. unpaid yeah. episode yeah. that the fucking barnacles <laughs> listen to. <laughs> shit. So you feel free to relentlessly fuck with these ilches as much See, as you I, want. I, that's okay? something that, that kind of hit me shortly after getting the email from Christoph that I am open, opening <laughs> myself up to a, a whole new level of, of Twitter and, and Facebook torture. Just from uh, the listeners oh, yeah. of the free feed. Because oh, I yeah. imagine your paid folks, they're probably a lot nicer to you on the social media. The free folks are probably the ones who they are. bitch and moan. And as we all know, pro wrestling fans love change. So I cannot wait to be... Yes. They're the shits. <laughs> they're the shits. Yes, yes. That's exactly what you are. You are... Um, oh, God. What... Uh, they're what, the, what, the, you the free folk are... beyond the wall, beyond the yes. wall in Westeros. They're the yes. wildlings. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what that means at all. Uh, you are yeah, the new exactly. rocker. Okay, I'm that's what you are. Christoph and I, we're Mar- we're Janetti and Michaels, and you're Leaf Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, well, uh, first and foremost, before we get into what we wanted to talk about today on the first rough house of the new year, thank you. To everyone, and I mean it, and may you never experience an HIV virus. Uh, thank you to everyone that sent me Russell Kingdom 12 spoilers oh. uh, all day today, full well knowing that I wanted to be at Russell mm. Kingdom more than I wanted to wake up with an eight inch black dick and a million dollars in my 401k. <laughs> Couldn't do it, house fell apart. And now I'm here with a nine-year-old that comes over next door who's so fucking fat, she's growing leg hair and has a fucking thong on. Not kidding. Not kidding. Here, let me show you a picture. Oh, no. of this I don't know if I want to be privy to this. Yeah, you're going to see it. Look at, <laughs> Welcome, the, look Marty. at the picture. This is what you get. Look at a picture of this fucking monster <laughs> that was in my house today. That fucking beast is nine wow. years old. Uh, okay, Mount Fuji reincarnated at nine. Tell me she doesn't look like the girl from the ring ate the Girl she's, from the ring. She's all right, a sturdy stock. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure so blau lead quite well, so she'll be fine. Are yes, those this Lularoe? is. Uh, yeah, might as well be. Okay, she looks like she ate a Lularoe stand. Yeah, this oh fucking disaster gosh. was in my house all day long, Jesus. and as I had vodka number seven 
all I thought was I should be at the Tokyo Dome, but I had to buy a new roof, water heater, new floor, stairwell, electrical box, plumbing, drywall, uh, fireplace, appliances, all for this this uh, shit shed that I paid a half a mil for. So thank you to everyone that sent in New Japan photos and pictures and spoil and up to date fucking results as I'm trying oh, to do my no. radio show this yeah. morning because it took place yeah. simultaneously. Uh-huh. Right yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on the snow and not putting a rifle in my mouth. And all I'm getting is, oh, my God, are you watching Omega and Jericho? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, are you watching me at the top of a fucking clock tower with a bolt action rifle? Hopefully you have cover to run to because I'm going to put one in your head. Yeah, the show started uh, at 2 a.m. The pre-show started at 2 a.m. That's when I went to bed last night. Um, and as I woke up and was taking my morning shit, I caught the finish of Alpha Omega. So um, I at least had a decent there morning you go. shit. There you go. Not not really a, a bad way to, to, to go me. about it. Yeah, when I woke up this morning, uh, thanks to the magic of the Internet, it just was, you know, gifts abound, everyone putting yes. out there every single major spot of the the show and, mm-hmm. and re- I will say some people were good they posted spots but they didn't tell you who won but I mean at this point it's you know eight True. o'clock on Thursday night uh I I know what happened yeah. so you run with the better yeah. class of people Marty Day because all I got on morning was <laughs> oh my god uh, Okada won oh my god Omega yeah. won oh my god Young Bucks win oh my god Skrull lose um, all morning, just just all fucking morning. I'm just having people. I I ended up closing Twitter. I couldn't fucking do it. It was uh, so Wrestle Kingdom 13. <laughs> see you there. We'll see you there. Re- yeah. See you there. Wrestle Kingdom 13. I'll be there. Um, today I wanted to get into without specifics. Uh, if you want to learn about Marty and his history and wrestling and why we picked him and everything like that, you're gonna fucking pay for it. Go to the Patreon. <laughs> Sign up, five bucks yeah, gets you all in, it. 10, 20. And we have a pretty cool offer for some limited edition rough house art that you could possibly win yeah. down yeah. the line. Yeah, Let's make it that worked out. As long as yeah, it's all on, yeah. that's all on Marty. <laughs> I, I, Marty's going to have to people, do it all. I'm already putting you to, to work. To, and I've already been set up for it, apparently. The fun, the fun of being the third yeah, wheel. Yeah, you're going to have to. This works. A lot of shit to do. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so Chris yeah. does all of the maintenance, Absolutely. editing, audio production, uploading. I try and arrive sober. That's You're going to be the art department. Like so we all have our roles here. I wanted to talk about your wishes and your hopes for 2018 in wrestling. And it could be anything, a specific sure. feud, a specific character, a specific mindset mm-hmm. of the industry, indie and mainstream and uh, uh, Chris, would you agree with me? Do you want to? You want to start with our new guest? Do you want to start with our? Yeah, go for it. Our new guy, third, got? M- Marty. What would be? Talk to me about your hopes, dreams, wishes, things that you hope they do, things you hope the industry avoids in 2018. Oh so what do you want to see? First, I'll, I'll start simple. Uh, I, I think anyone who's watching SmackDown or the SmackDown-related pay-per-views realizes there's money in a man who there's been money in for a very, very long time. And I think it, yes, tank. exactly. Kristoff knows where I'm going already. Rusev needs the push of all pushes. This guy has been, in my opinion, one of the most underrated guys on the WWE roster for a very long time. I mean, yeah, they gave mm-hmm. him a take a few years ago, but that was a few years ago. He's an absolute beast in the ring. He's incredible at selling. His social media game is insanely great. And this Rusev Day thing gets better and better and better the longer it goes. I really want to see a big main, you know, main uh, main event push, long term push. Main event, yeah. For Rusev in 2018. The guy's got all the goods, and uh, he's been delivering even with Aiden English as his homeboy. Like that, <laughs> like yeah. exactly. Who would have thought? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You gave him yeah. the rub. I like it. I like yeah. that a lot. There's nothing in that I can disagree with. He has been so funny. They've been able to tap into his humor. And there yeah. was a little bit in, you know, agree or disagree with me, but late summer into the fall, I was yeah. getting worried that he Same. might leave the company. 
Mm-hmm. I was getting worried that he was so on the outs, not because of any particular instance, but there was injuries. There was a horribly failed three-way love triangle uh, with Enzo Mori, and then before oh, that, uh, Dolph it. Ziggler yeah. and Lana with the jean uh, shorts and the jean skirt, and it, it, Rusev and Lana really both lost mm-hmm. their way. But I feel like since his inception, since the tank thing that you brought up at WrestleMania yeah. against John Cena... Uh, Rusev is back on as, as solid a ground as we've seen him in quite some time. 100% couldn't agree more. And uh, I, I think we're going to start to see some touches of the old Rusev. Not sure if you guys saw with this whole WWE Facebook mixed match to do. I forget what the hell it's supposed to be called, but they just announced Mixed, mixed match, match Challenge, match I think. Match. Easy for me to say. Mixed yeah, Match Challenge. The they just announced uh, Rusev <laughs> and Lana are going to be teaming for that for the SmackDown side. So... I guess someone's finally recognizing that those two are better together than they are apart, or they're just fucking with us as they like to do and giving us just a taste of what could be. But maybe, just maybe, this is the beginning of something big for Rusev. That's at least what I want out of 2018. Christoph, how about you, bud? What do you look forward to? Well, uh, you know, if anybody knows anything about me and, and my history of, uh, of pro wrestling, uh, I want uh, – we're going to get more Lucha Underground. It's happening. Um, I want to make my fat ass uh, go back to Los Angeles and attend tapings again in another month, month and a half. Um, that's that's one, you know, personal goal uh, to set for myself for that. But um, in Lucha Underground, you know, they're, they're doing a uh, reduced budget. Um, so there's going to be fewer episodes and we don't know exactly how the budget's going to be spread about um if it's going to affect uh roster if it's going to affect the uh, backstage vignettes or or whatever it's going to affect um I'm, I'm i want it to keep its magic i don't want it to change um to be something that isn't the lucha underground that i've come to love so i, I want it to keep its identity you know i'm fine with a fewer episode season as long as it's you know still has the feel and most of the talent i know everybody's not coming back um but you know the the main event guys the big guys like pentagon uh and phoenix and mil muertes and uh you know jeremiah crane was a highlight of mine uh sammy callahan last season on lucha um taya and uh, mundo so there's people there that i think are going to come back and 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 help keep uh, keep it as it is. Um, so that that's my that's my big one right now. Is I'm always I'm always thinking lucha. Uh, my big one this year is I'm hoping for a new look in philosophy mm-hmm. of the network, and their hearts have been in the right place. But it's the old adage I hear: tell the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and they've had a lot of programming on the network that is it's a lot of empty calories. It's a lot of, man, they got a lot of content, but uh, there's a lot of swerve that come and go. Steve Austin's podcast has come and gone. Camp WWE has come and gone. Talking smack. Talking smack has come and gone. There's been a lot of stuff on there, and I love, you got to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. But the best thing that they've done, and I think they've done this for a very long time, even prior to the network, is that WWE is damn near unrivaled outside of an ESPN or an HBO and their documentary series with their 24s and their behind the scenes and the NXT I was just about to say 365. The 365. So good. So good. Uh, what they're, there's 365 is fantastic. I even like some of the table for threes, but I want to see them take that and I want to see that level of production and I want to see them use it K-Fame. I want to see them do something. Could you imagine if you would? Them going back, and I know we can't you know, rewind the hands of time, but imagine them going back before Bray had fully fucking fallen off. Yeah. And the family was still a thing. And could you imagine them putting the level of a WWE 24 or a 365 or one of their docuseries and putting that into the family and the history of the family and the compound and something true detective-ish and some sort of weird swamp documentary. Not like what they did initially with those, those initial vignettes, yeah. but like that, but with five, ten times the production. I want to see them do kayfabe stuff for people in character 
for what they do. I want to see Jinder Mahal and his, his wealth, his opulence. I want to see Brock Lesnar just literally eating a fucking live <laughs> moose somewhere up in Alaska. I want to see Rusev returning to a village of people that are celebrating almost Borat style yeah, Rusev yeah. Day, but with a cast group of characters that are so well done. I want to see, and I know, Chris, this is 180 degrees from three months ago. Can you imagine a 24 level of production, dedication, and seriousness to a fashion file? Yeah, I was going to say it. You knew where I was they treat say it. it like a David Lynch Twin Peaks. Go yeah. fucking all yeah. in and use the budget from some of the other stuff, some of your swerves and some of your Edge and Christian shows and the Holy right. Foley's. Use that money, use that writing, and use that production, and it could further what you see on the broadcasted mm-hmm. shows from on SmackDown you know, and Justin, on Raw. Uh, you Damn. mentioned on, on the Patreon exclusive episode, plug, uh, <laughs> that, that one of your favorite Good things back man. in the day was that interaction of characters. You know, you would see the different characters interact in that kayfabe way. Perhaps expanding upon what, what you're putting out there, this idea that these characters don't just exist in the ring or in the, like, 30 seconds of backstage vignettes we see making it so we see them actually interact on the road yeah we get touches of that with the ride-along series and so on but bringing their characters into it i mean even if they extended characters into stuff like uh, uh xavier woods's uh up up down down shows and, and, up, and up, all down, of that down. yeah i i think that's something that's really missing that connective tissue that is the the characters they have and how they're presented in the other media so i I, i'd love to see it expanded in that regard yeah and and chris i look to i look to what you said for your hopes and dreams of 2018 in wrestling one of the things that lucha's done better than ring of honor wwe new japan is some of their vignettes you're not gonna see Mil Muertes and Sexy Star sitting down and playing a game of fucking Street Fighter V. No, you ain't gonna, okay? Yeah. You're not gonna see Jeremiah Crane. You're not gonna see Vibora and Vampiro hopping in a rented fucking no. Nissan Maxima to make the next town. Hopefully that Hardee's is open on Route 70 that they like. I want that shit yeah. gone. I do. I know that kayfabe yeah. is dead. But it doesn't mean it can't be slowly and quietly resurrected with quality production. And I'm not going to say you're going to convince me again that it's real. But you're going to not scream into my face, this shit is fake. This is not real. This is all bullshit. They are (laughs) actors. They are private contractors. Table for three sometimes is pretty good. Ride along. Get it fucking gone. Up, up, down, down. Get it fucking gone. All these things that I'm seeing, these people playing grab ass backstage and Dolph Ziggler swerving each other and shocking each other's butts and stuff. I want that gone. I don't want to see that. I want the network to support the broadcasted shows and I want to see those those Lucha Underground style uh, exchanges backstage in some way, shape, or form on a network show. Or if you're going to do something documentary style, make it a, uh, a personal piece. You know, go and visit the fucking rape <laughs> warehouse that, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the macabre Freddy Krueger boiler room that Kane lives in. Right. Make it tie into what he does. Make these characters. Go, go visit whatever weird uh, grizzly bear uh, fucking nature preserve that Braun Strowman lives on and mounts Kodiaks all day long. And sell it. Fucking sell it. Because I I get that, you know, as I said, kayfabe is dead and there's a lot of silly stuff. And, you know, a lot of the things that the Bullet Club guys do are, you know, they're they're very, very heavy Mm -hmm. wink and nod. But the WWE, anybody that's bitching about the Young Bucks or Skrull or Omega or anything that those guys are doing, the WWE has spit more in the face of kayfabe than any of those guys have. Any 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 Mm -hmm. ride along has slapped kayfabe in the face more than any super kick party ever has. I want to see more growth on the network in, in that regard. I wanted to see it support the product on screen, if not just 
move some stuff onto the network and get away from some of those sensors and some of those standards and practices to where you can kind of let yourself and your creativity breathe some. Well, it'll still be PG, but, you know, I, I can't imagine them really going too far out of that. Uh, I because, mean, Camp WWE yeah. sure as shit was it? And that was sold as a children's cartoon. Right, Touche. I, I forgot about that. Was it any? I yeah. never watched it. Was it any uh, Was it any good? It was fucking yeah, rated it was, R. Was it funny, uh, though? Yeah, <laughs> okay, all right. It, see. It, okay, it was not always funny. But when it was... It was Attitude yeah. Era, like, Jesus Christ. I mean, cross-dressing Vince and, you know, uh, Big Show's <laughs> dick. I mean, they, they like, okay. they went places that WWE has not gone in yeah. 10, 15 years. The way that you're kind of allowed okay. to with online content when you don't have a network, a right. television network, and right, their right, standards right. and practices and your USAs of the world it, staring it back at you. It is weird for as much as WWE, if you follow how they talk about the network publicly, like when they have their, their conference calls every quarter and that sort of thing, they really push the network. Yeah. The competition for it isn't other sports because they hate considering themselves a sport, but rather things like Netflix. Right. And for as much as they could be like Netflix and try to put together programming that, that covers all age groups and and encompasses something more mature for adults, something a little more ridiculous for kids. Like they had a, a Saturday morning program a few years back where all the matches were designed to be kind of humorous and silly. The fact that they just kind of focus mm -hmm. on we're doing the same thing, we're doing the same thing, we're doing the same thing, but throw other crap at the wall seems strange. I, I would love to see them expand into doing more diverse programming for a more diverse audience range. Yeah, I think though I think everything you guys uh, each said is good ideas. And all that being said, I'm the guy who likes. <laughs> right I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, the, I, I find that it, show is fucking terrible. <laughs> I find that it that show is awful. I, and you know, it, it speaks to you know kayfabe being dead sure. and everybody is 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 friends or whatever. I I like seeing those guys just dick around and, and interact with each other and make each other laugh and 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 crack jokes on each other. I like that sort of um, backstage vibe and, and stuff like that. So I'm I'm the guy. I'm I'm the one. Uh, who, who's all in on the ride along? And I watched, you know, I watched the when Culture Shock mm -hmm. show. I watched that with Corey Graves. I watched the um, Corey Graves had a shit ton yeah, of shows a, on, the, a, uh, one about on the network. Now that I think yeah. about it, he had a tattoo one, Superstar Inc. Renee Young, yeah, he has the sit down one. Yeah, unfiltered. I watched all those too. I I like I like hearing about the people behind the characters. Um, but you know, maybe I'm in the I minority like there's, there. There's uh, a way I don't know. To to mix the two, to maintain a level of of kayfabe, or at least one uh, a, a level of kayfabe that doesn't really, um, you know, speak down to the audience, where it, you know you don't put two guys who are in a feud together in a car and ride along, but you know when they have like the Hardys on the right. road together, well, that makes sense because they're a tag team and, and that sort of thing. It's kind of that weird threading of the needle they're trying to do on their social media these days. You have a lot of people on Twitter cutting promos on each other or reacting to each other to build off of angles. Right. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, here's uh, me promoting the really cool meals I got on Instagram. And, and it's, it's a weird mixture of when is it supposed to be kayfabe? When is it supposed to be the real people? I, I think if there was a little more guidance from top down, it'd be a, a lot easier to ingest. What the hell yeah, do you have? I, what's that? What do you have right now? Uh, nothing. It's a red blinking light under you. I know it's a. Is, I know it's an audio medium, but we're looking at you on <laughs> Skype, and there's something red blinking below you. Do you have a portal to an alternate dimension down there? I got. I got a whole. I got a whole fucking rig here. I I, I hooked some shit up in my office recently. That uh, it's. It's one of the reasons I'm probably going to start taking mushrooms again. Uh, Are you making EDM music, Justin? I am. I'm, um... Yeah, I'm getting deep in the radio. I got a good deal on some fucking Molly and a couple of glow sticks. I were going to go shithouse on us by February, so I said, you know what? Let's get our, uh... Let, let's get our Daft Punk on. And, um, you know, everybody's working for the weekend. So... Yeah, I like these. Now, now let's go ahead and round Robin. We'll start back again with <laughs> yes. the newest member of the Rough House. What do you not want to see 2018? Learn from the mistakes of the past. You learn yes. from your failures more than your successes. What do you want to see uh, uh, dead well, and buried? I, I, I can say this. Marty my biggest Day. fear, my biggest worry is coming out of the year that we've had in 2017 
is that 2018 is the year that professional wrestling gets its Weinstein. I am so unbelievably uh, yeah, yeah, scared. Yeah. I mean, I know there was that little bit of, of worry with McFoley and, and that sort of thing, which doesn't really seem to have right that panned out. To panned be out but in a in a business that is full of let's be honest, absolutely terrible human beings. I am shocked that it hasn't really touched yet, and I, I feel like we're on the precipice of uh, having a, a few more of our heroes ruined. I'm hoping it doesn't happen. I don't want to see it happen. God forbid the family of Katie Vick ever speaks <laughs> <up. laughs> And it's like, not only was she uh, raped and burnt yeah. in life, she was turned into ground chuck by yeah. the game in death. And, and now he's uh, the CEO of the company the or death. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I bet uh, yeah, he loves that's, feeling that's those questions. At I, I think about that. I think about that could be uh, what the steroid scandal was yeah. for one generation back yeah. in the day, for the reason that they pushed the new generation. I mean, the only reason that your Bret Hart's and Shawn Michaels of the world's ever got the push that they Absolutely. did, and thank God they did, was because they were worried about the great, big, gigantic, muscle-bound Lex Luger's of the world and Hogan's yeah. of the world. So what's it going to look like with a WWE that some ex-diva WWE talent that burned out uh, your Jackie Gatas of the world, your Nidias of the world, they could come back and write some fucking tell-all being like, hey, listen, Test had his hands all over my ass the entire Mm -hmm. time or... uh, you know, a uh, big boss man was showing me his little meaty <laughs> nightstick each and every night. You know, the the well, big guy, yeah. fucking Vince. I mean, fucking what if it what if it goes all the way to the top of the heap? I mean, there's been rumors for years. There's been rumors, yeah. a lot of rumors. A yeah. hose in yeah. different area codes. Yeah. Let's say that they don't even do. It. Oh my god! I mean, we were talking earlier on the Patreon episode about the Conrad mm-hmm. Thompson podcast, and he regularly grills Bruce Pritchard. About that, like uh, Vince has got some, uh, he's got some pussy in this uh, <laughs> this time zone, and it's sort of like this <clears throat> known right. but unspoken right. secret, yeah, that Vince is you know dipping his wick in a lot of wax yeah. around the country. So that would be bad. That would be very, very bad yeah. for this industry. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, yeah. we can avoid I- it. Agreed. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, Michael Elgin kind of had a little, uh, yeah, has had a little yeah. dust up over in uh, in he, New Japan. Um, really. Yeah, it's He's it's a ugly whole yeah, it, it's one of those things where uh, I, I don't know if all the allegations have been direct, but he hasn't done the best job of uh, deflecting it. So no, um, not, you know, maybe, no. maybe not a, a good look for Big Mike right at the end of 2017. Yeah, no good, no good. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bode well for any uh, WWE uh, yeah. hits for him at this point. You know, social media. You know, ask Leo Rush. Social media can <laughs> get you into some trouble. As a WWE employee, um, so uh, just to take the mic and go on with my thing that I I I want to see stopped or or not continue, um, the the uncreative tropes that they go through. Uh, it seems like every damn week on both mm-hmm. of the main shows are on SmackDown. The you know uh, music hits, distraction, roll up sort of thing. The um, um, fucking God, I uh, had like three of them in my the head, and now that I'm talking about it, it I brain farted. Match, therefore, the next one's a title. Yes, match. Oh, big God. one of ours. Big I hate one. that one. It, they're just there are more creative ways to have finishes to matches um, that don't hurt either competitor. And if there's if there's no creative way to protect the person you want to protect, just yeah. don't put them in yeah. the match. You know, have them come out and cut a promo or something. Just the, to rely on the same old things, uh, it just it it takes me out because it's just oh well, I see that coming a mile away, and that's that's what it's going to be, and this is what they do all the damn time, and they do it on Raw, so they're going to do it on SmackDown, and that's another thing. SmackDown copying storylines, absolution um, and the riots from Raw at the same time, yeah, that sort of thing. And focus on authority yeah. figures. Looking at you, anybody with the last yeah. name McMahon, um, and even Daniel Bryan's getting roped into it now. It's just the same stuff they've been doing for years. You have, from what I hear, a very large creative staff mm-hmm. at your disposal. Here's some different ideas, and maybe you know, give them a shot. How about that? I, I'd love to see it. I love that. I, I love that. Everything that you just said. I like. Let's let's let some of the wrestlers. Is anybody here that's going to sound odd? And this this goes right into what you're saying. Anybody here watching Total I, I Divas? Uh, I haven't seen this week's, but yeah. Uh, Carmella 
and Lana get into it about house shows, about live shows, mm-hmm. non-televised shows. Okay. Because uh, Lana's trying to get in on the wrestling game. This right. is back when they're trying to turn her into an in-ring performer. And Carmella is pissed at her because she's kind of fucking with her nut a little bit. You've only got so many slots on the card. Yeah. And the booker's like, <clears throat> yeah, fuck it. She wants to get on that card. Go ahead. It's a, it's a non-televised show. Yep. Let her stretch her legs a little bit. A, you get paid. But B, you're allowed mm-hmm. creativity. Carmella kind of comes out and says that, that like, hey, listen, if you got some ideas and you want to flesh some shit out or like, hey, McMahon or hey, Dunn or hey, road agent, sure. I got an idea for my own character. You kind of get a chance to stretch out with that at these live events. And if you don't get to do that, a la Carmella and Lana, you get a little pissed. I like that idea of let some of these people, and I get it, it's so scripted now, and it's, it's you know, there's writer's rooms, and there's, if you listen to the Jimmy Jacobs podcast with Chris Jericho, there might be mm-hmm. 20 plus writers at any yeah. given time. Uh, they have writers for individual people. Uh, maybe let, not saying not descript it, but let the talent themselves have a hand. Chris, you know your mm-hmm. voice. Marty, you know your yeah, voice. Right. I know mine. Let them learn and enact their own voice. And if it goes great on the live show, expand on it. If it doesn't and you don't know what to do, or if there's a language barrier, a la a Shinsuke, Mm -hmm. a la an Asuka, okay, then we're going to have to scribble some shit for them. But yes, get rid of some of those, those way too scripted, way too predictable tropes. That leads directly into mine. That some of the stuff, like you said, Christoph, you're in my head. If I'm going to, if I'm going to sneak up on someone, in the ring. I'm going to interfere in a match. Right. Why the fuck am I going to play my music? Yeah, that right? makes no yeah. sense. Why am I going to have my music fire off? They actually made, getting back to the, you know, I know we talk about the Conrad podcast a lot. There was an interesting point brought up. If I want to fuck someone up, I want to really beat their ass. I'm going to put them through one of the, one of the broadcast tables. Why am I going to move all the monitors and all the pens and all the clipboards and all the headsets and make a nice, smooth, flat, breakable surface? Right. No, I want to power slam them onto that goddamn monitor and break their spine. I want them to work around and maybe create a new table that doesn't need to have that breakdown process so much because as they... Let me get monitor one out. Let me get monitor two out. Let me flip this thing off. <clears throat> Let me clean the table off. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> We've got a nice, smooth, black <laughs> piece of particle board for you to go to now. And you're like, okay, I just I watched you clean house for the past five minutes, and now, okay, the table's going to give way. Yeah, to counterpoint real quick, though, it kind of builds anticipation. You know, when 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 Kevin Owens is out there and he's ready to throw, you know, Randy Orton uh, powerbomb him into the table, he rips the thing off and then the crowd reacts. And, you know, it kind of builds a little anticipation for the spot instead of just going I, right into it. But they do that I feel like every there could be time. A, a could you imagine ground. if you did a halfway point? The middle yeah. ground. Do that sometimes. Clean it off sometimes. Right. And other times, just Braun gets someone power slam position, runs yeah. around right through a table. Yeah, doesn't or clean if they're shit that up. sign off, hit the guy with the <clears throat> sign, hit the guy with the monitor, where it, it feels right. like a natural extension of the beatdown versus, okay, you know what's happening now. I'm taking the top off the table. I'm politely removing the monitor so we don't have another Brock Lesnar ordeal. <laughs> you know, all of these things. It, yeah. it does become a, a little obvious. And, and I, I think, you know, for a product that is supposed to be built around uh making us believe uh yeah Fights, you know yeah. make make us want to believe give us something to bite down on and, and really engage with as opposed to just doing it the same way every single time yeah and i mean chris there's validity to what you say that build up that like oh my god he's about to put this fucking guy through the mm-hmm. table right. he's at his feet he's groggy he's been dizzy to street <laughs> fighter the birds and stars yeah. are above his head he's gonna go for a throw or a super <clears throat> yes moments like that but i want moments where i, I would just like oh mm-hmm. shit he's through mm-hmm. a table mm-hmm. oh my god yeah. he didn't clean up anything another thing i need to see go away is the through the second and third row oh, dive yeah. oh that's yeah. gotta be over that shit has to be fucking over Everyone, I'm I'm surprised Tom Phillips doesn't <laughs> dive through the fucking second and third row. I'm surprised <clears throat> when JoJo doesn't leave the ring, she dives through the top in the middle rope. Yeah. Fucking everyone. 
I mean, goddamn! At this point, Dude, Killian Dane did one on yeah, the NXT yeah. four way match last week, which how looked impressive great. should that have been? I didn't yeah. give a fuck about it. I didn't I give did, a single he's the big shit. guy. Who gives a fuck? Every big guy does it. Everyone. Owens does, does it. He does it. Joe does it. Everyone does it. The fucking ice cream guy does it. The guy handing out yeah. fingers fucking does it. That move meant nothing to me when I saw it because I'm I've been right there burnt with out. With spots on the apron. Like apron spots used to be a, a very, very rarely used thing in wrestling. You know, they'd always put it over. Oh, it's yeah. the hardest part of the ring. But I, I think it was SummerSlam. Right. Uh, you saw it in basically every match. And you, you every start match. losing the appeal of it. Uh, as, as Justin always likes to say, uh, you know, can't miss you if you're not gone. You can't really get enthused about an apron spot if every match has an apron spot. You'd think the road right. agents would talk about these yeah. things, but eh, maybe they're in their own little worlds. It's yeah, it's something that's familiar, and I think they they don't they tend not to um, go outside the box uh, more often than not. And if we're adding to that list, the Tower of Doom yeah. spot has been overdone to fucking death in multi-person yes. matches. That's another one that you can get a, a moratorium on for a little bit there. What it does sound like there's going to be more of this year, and this is from the WWE rumor mill. Uh, and I, I have no problem with it. Sounds like there's going to be less pay-per-views, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. less yep. special events this year. They're going to whittle it down from you know every two weeks to they're going to trade them off. I think they're going to cut anywhere yeah. from four to six pay-per-views this year. And what I need to have happen is Survivor Series has weight to it again because of the brand, brand split. Right. I've enjoyed the brand split. You have your you know <clears throat> your strange cases with your your Cena's who's a free agent your part-timers who might show up, your, your Brocks of the world. I need Survivor Series to mean mm-hmm. something this year. And I need it to mean something more than, than, uh, than, than a Vince and Shane MacGuffin, I have something <laughs> in a box. Then uh, Stephanie, you know, maybe she's going to th- threaten and fire the, uh, fire the general manager or something like right. that. I need there to be... Some weight, some heft, some... The way, if you win the Royal Rumble, you're in the WrestleMania main event. I need there to be far-reaching implications for whatever brand wins Survivor Mm -hmm. Series for the company as a whole moving forward. Like, whoever wins gets to pick entrant number 30 Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. the Royal Rumble that year. And they kind of back pocket. It's almost like a brand money in the bank. Uh, I, I yeah, I would like to see that because that the Survivor Series the first time they really did Survivor Series again with the brand split and Undertaker saying don't you dare uh, <laughs> win or lose and come back here you know uh, what does he say digging holes and yeah. holes or something yeah, uh, yeah. It, it didn't mean anything didn't that last anything. Survivor Series the one before that it didn't mean a whole lot and I want to see that it mean more yeah I, I would love to see that as well maybe even uh, you know have those title for title matches mean something maybe if you know someone from Raw yeah. uh, you know wins one of the titles they bring it over with them and it turns into a thing where you know guys from Smackdown try to invade to get it back or uh, long lasting implications of well any show would be greatly appreciated uh, that's true. Uh, especially when we that's have true. these big uh, combined brand shows. I will say they've done a decent job, much to my surprise, of making the brand split mean something. Uh, when they made the change back to the split rosters, I, I think a lot of people thought that uh, it was going to be crap, much how it fell into towards the later days of the brand split. Brand split. But minus John Cena bouncing around and that sort of thing, they do seem to do a decent job of, of making each roster feel important for that show especially around survivor series time yeah um and you know they there was a couple hiccups right when the brand split happened i don't think they had all the because they were leading into um a big joint pay-per-view so you had like you know randy orton showing Mm -hmm. up on both shows and and shit like that but like you said yeah they they really settled it out and they're you know Survivor Series aside, they've they've started to have their titles Mm kind of mean Mm -hmm. something for their own divisions, you know, and um, I pointed this out on the Patreon on my recap of 2017 last week that the SmackDown tag division was one of the best things in the entire WWE last year uh, between the Usos really coming into their own New Day crushing it. You had uh, Gable and um, Shelton Benjamin come out of nowhere. Brizongo was entertaining as hell. Um, Who am I missing? uh, The Ascension's there. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rusev and Aiden English have just, uh, you know, uh, established themselves. The hype rose mm-hmm. even for a little bit, you know, before their much teased breakup uh, or something good so. there. So, yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so, yeah, the, having the titles means something. Uh, and, and continuing that trend is is something I'd like to see continue. And to piggyback on that, um, I want to see what they did in 2017 with Jinder Mahal was a risk. It didn't really pan out the way that they had hoped, but I hope that doesn't discourage them from trying it again with another as yet unproven main event star. You know, no, you, you don't know if these people can main event until you put them in a main event match and and see whether or not they they sink or swim. You know, Mahal his. His in-ring performances just weren't up to mm-hmm. snuff with what we're used to um, for his opponents and, and, and for a main event match. So, you know, uh, do they do they give it with a Sami Zayn this year? Do they go with Rusev this year, as, as you were talking about earlier? Um, and that's just on SmackDown, you know. Uh, Miz, we've been talking about, Justin and I have been 100%. talking about this for months. Get that guy back in a main event picture once you get the title off Brock Lesnar, which, you know, should happen soon. And we should put a, a moratorium on the uh, uh, part-time. Champion. Yeah, yeah. main champion as well. All right. Well, I'm glad you said that. You, you'd be kind of doing a little uh, uh, hypothesizing. We talked about what we'd, we'd like to see more of philosophically, what we'd like to see less of in practice, in ring, behind the scene. And Marty, yeah. again, we'll start with you. Uh, 2018, we'll, we'll end on this uh, because I have to wake up at an hour where Christ himself <laughs> isn't awake at that point. It's just dragons and flame and pain at the oh, hour that God. I wake up each day. 2018 <laughs> prediction. Make a bold prediction for 2018. What happens this year? What wrestler quits, debuts, who is injured and leaves, returns, stable yeah. forms, new WWE format, what new shows added, something... What would be in the back of your head says, I bet this will happen? Uh, I think uh, CM Punk washes out of UFC, shows up on Raw by the end of the year. Wow. wow. That doesn't get much bolder than that. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah, a fucking and, and prediction. I, I hate to sound smarky saying, CM Punk's coming back, CM Punk's coming back. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think two losses is going to be enough to make him go, you know what? Maybe it's time to make some easier money. But does he need to make money at this point? UFC camps ain't cheap, man. <laughs> okay. No, nice. I have to wonder. That's a great point. I've, I've actually thought about that. I know Punk's got a lot of speaking engagements. He's got a lot of comic stuff. He does a lot of, you know, he does a lot of stuff around the way. But if you listen to uh, some stories about what happened when uh, uh, Jerry Lawler left the WWE at one of his peaks when he was with the cat and the cat got let go and he yeah. left also and within a year or two he's calling and asking for I need a fucking job and CM Punk does not strike me as someone that's very spendthrift sure, sure. you're not right. going to see him or, or excuse me uh, uh, very wanton in his expenditures he's not buying Lambos he ain't fucking flying around no. the world he's not doing that Post Malone bullshit he seems like he has a home has a girl has his yeah. interest that's it Right. Uh, she's got but, some bank too. Sure. sure. Yeah, and she's got some bucks. She ain't making fucking CM Punk cash, but she's got the book thing, I think and she yeah. shows up at cons and all that. I bet she gets great money. Yeah. Yeah, they're developing a TV show about her uh, yeah. about her life. Yeah. If if that sure. gets picked up, great. Yeah. But CM Punk is his own guy. It will take it will take financial yeah. dire straits yeah. to get yeah. him back. Yeah. And. When that happens, does that happen this year? I don't know. I can't. I, I can't uh, hypothesize about that. But interesting prediction. Uh, I think he returns one day. This that, year, that, that's is bold. That's what I was saying. <laughs> one day he return year. one day. That's what I'm saying. End of year. I, I figure he's got one more UFC fight in him, and if he gets murked like he did last time, yeah, I think he'll start taking some calls from Connecticut. And if you look it up online, because I don't want to get into it, they've already kind of hinted yeah. as who his next fight will be. And he's going to get <laughs> fucking mauled. Um, so uh, will he return? I think in the next sure. five years he does. This year, Marty Day, when we reconvene at the end of the year, we'll see if you were right or not, Kristoff. 
Uh, let's see. I think um, Dolph Ziggler will be done with the company, mm-hmm. with WWE in 2018. Uh, whether he shows up in Ring of Honor or just does some indie stuff or New Japan, who the hell knows? I think uh, I, I think the Ziggler train has run its course in uh, in, in Vince Town. So um, that's one. Uh, but I don't think that's uh, too, too bold uh, of a prediction. I think the, the yeah. writing's pretty much on the wall there. Um and, you know, my other prediction, Braun Strowman being a champion, that's not far-fetched either. I'd love to see it. Um, maybe. You know, absolutely. I think maybe, um, you know, a, a good run with Balor Club. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a little tease of it on Monday with uh, with Balor, with uh, with uh, Gallows and Anderson back together. And people have been reacting fondly to it. So, you know, they probably did that just because Wrestle Kingdom was this week. And they just wanted to, you know, kind of say, <laughs> hey, guys, we're here or whatever. But I kind of want them to give him a run with it and see where it goes. And Christ, yeah, that guy needs really something. Knows. We got wow. Justin. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. You know, I'll even kind of tack on to something you said as you were saying it. I think not only are you correct in that Ziggler will leave, that I think it's kind of a kayfabe angle right now that he yeah. drops the title and walks out. Not only does he leave, he goes to Japan and he does what AJ did, Omega did, and he squads up, if not takes over with the Bullet Club or goes to ROH as a member of the club yeah. and becomes another incendiary presence with that. Uh, sure. I'd watch the hell uh, out of that. Now, that piggybacks with the prediction of mine. Okay. I feel like you are going to see Cody Rhodes back wow. in the WWE. I think Cody Rhodes, I think Cody Rhodes returns. Okay. Not only do I think you see Cody Rhodes return, I think within the next year, year and a half, and they've already teased it themselves, you're going to see the Gorillas of Destiny, um, Tamatanga, Tonga Loa, uh, show up in the WWE. They've already tweeted out something akin to the OG mm-hmm. brothers reuniting in 2019. Now, obviously, okay. it's next year, but it sounds like some of those guys who have sort of been left behind. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a split, both kayfabe and shoot, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. Bullet Club. You have, I mean, look at what happened at Wrestle Kingdom. Omega wins, mm-hmm. Bucks win. Everyone else yeah. loses. Everyone. Yeah. Cody, Skrull, yeah. And you, if you, do you, do you follow Tomatonga on do Twitter not. at all? Nope. He regularly, yeah, motherfuckers. I've heard about that. The Elite, Kenny Omega. He's one of the OG Bullet Club members alongside Bad Luck Fale, alongside Carl Anderson, alongside uh-huh. Finn Balor. And part of me believes that it's kayfabe, but then there's some times where he says some shit and does some stuff in front of the cameras that leads me to believe that there might be some genuine bitterness there. That they're a little upset that the thing that they built, the Bucks and Omega have gone and made something very Mm -hmm. international, very money generating out of with the Hot Topic deal, with the Pop Vinyl deal. And I think you're going to see Cody Rhodes return and you're going to see... The uh, oh, don't worry. That's that's Marty's phone. That's Chris calling him right now. Uh, sending him, we're sending him dick pics. Yeah, I think you're gonna see the end of the Bullet Club this year. I think the Bullet Club, uh, outside of the WWE, goes away. I think you see obviously Skrull and Rhodes and the Bucks and Omega still squat up until they either head to the Big Fed or go somewhere else or sign exclusively right. with. ROH, but wow. I think the Bullet Club as an entity by year end is done. No brand lasts forever, and they're peaking hard right now. Yeah. They are selling merchandise, and they are, you know what they are? They are the fidget spinner Ooh. of pro wrestling. <laughs> burning bright. I, I, burning I, hot, I think a lot of it has to do with because it, they, they've said it themselves, it's, it's them sort of cashing in all the chips. That that whole standalone arena show that that Cody and the Bucks and, yeah. and all are, are saying that they want to do, if that does well, if that hits the ten thousand people mark or whatever they're trying to ridiculously right. aim for, there might be some more life in it. But I, I can definitely agree that there's uh, only only so long they can keep doing this before it just feels kind of played out and sad. Yeah. Uh, so fidget, join in online. The fidget spinner thing may be a bit harsh. I mean, it's been going on for a while. Fidget spinners came up out of nowhere, and uh, and they were all over the place for a little bit and then fizzled out quickly. Uh, Bullet Club's been around for a little bit. And, yes, they really reached this level, um, you know, 
I'd say this they've reached this level pretty quickly, but I, I don't know. I, I don't really agree with that uh, I'll tell you what, it won't end as quickly, and right. it will sustain longer than the fidget spinner, but your, um, I'm trying to think of another, uh, uh, another uh, a brand, something that really hit hard, hit quick, your Shopkins <laughs> of the world, the fucking Beyblade yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm no, trying to I, think of some other brand I, that was I'm, I'm super bright, super hot. Yeah. And longer. Hatchimals, What's that? <laughs> Fuck those things, man. The shits. They don't work. Spend $100 on one for a daughter that didn't appreciate it. And I think by year's end, they are, there is a new version. I think the elite just yeah. becomes a thing. Yeah, the elite lives and, on. And I, I think I think before, before 2020 is here, Omega does come to the WWE. He is the last big get. He is. I don't think the Bucks ever do. I bet the Bucks don't. I bet the Bucks don't do it. And I'll make a, an unfortunate prediction. <laughs> you don't do what you do and not fuck yourself up royally at some point. Those guys have a nine-leaf clover wedged between yeah. each one of their ass cheeks that they do some shit that while very controlled and very trained, you are poking fate in the fucking chest with some uh-huh. of that shit that you do. That at some point, those guys are going to go for some bananas goddamn maneuver. Slip, twist, fall, back, broke, neck tweaked something that a Miz it won't happen to a Braun it won't happen to but those guys I think to the Hardys Bucks match with the ladder to ladder to ring to springboard to flip through there was seven fucking things where you could have just ruined yourself during that I mean I saw clips of Omega and Jericho from tonight there was a couple of things in that where, like, Oof. if you're two inches to the left or you don't clear that guardrail, you yeah. just snap yeah. your fucking back. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think the Bucks don't join and a Buck gets hurt and one of them has to survive on their own. And that might accelerate Omega eventually joining the WWE. Yes, the Bullet Club, as you know it, by year's end wow. will, will be no more. Will Daniel Bryan wrestle? Somewhere in 2018. I think, I think he wants to, 100%. Uh, I, I don't know yeah. if WWE will back up the Brinks truck to keep him not wrestling. I, I think that's that's really going to be it. I know he's not a guy that really cares about money, that sort of thing, but he's got a daughter now. No. Um, and, and I think yeah. that, uh, that odds are good that if he can make some good money out of it and, you know, new Japan makes the right call ring of honor makes the right call and he doesn't get to be at some, or, or, or WrestleMania this year, not SummerSlam. Um, right. The odds are there, but at the same time, I almost don't want him to do it. I don't want to see that break bad. I mean, uh, yeah. watching Kurt angle alone has been hard enough over the past decade since his neck's been all screwed up. I don't want to watch yeah. a Daniel Bryan match and and basically flinch at every bump. But if he really wants to do it, more power to him, I guess. I don't know. He's going to do it. If he wants to and he yeah. feels he's able to, he's going to. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Not in, not in the Fed. I think it happens elsewhere. You think elsewhere. it happens elsewhere? All right. If we're throwing out hypotheticals for the audience yeah. here and the, uh, the, the in Roughhouse crew, who has the next accidental hacked nude leak. Uh, who do we hope or who do we think? Who do we hope? Correct answer. <laughs> Eric <Young. laughs> Oh, big red pubes. Glorious. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the The Rough House House, uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay.
Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.